welcome back to Podcast vs Player, episode 71. I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who isn't a fan of the new Jurassic Park film, as he believes that dinosaurs were lies, fed to us to cover up the existence of Pokemon. It's only bloody damn. I disagree. I don't think Pokemon are real, and I like the new Jurassic Park film, so shut up, you don't know what you're on about. You're a Pokemon. I'll bloody poke your mon. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> How are you, Squire? Good. Yourself? Yeah, we've had a week off. We have, yeah. Uh, mainly due to various birthdays and mm. bits and pieces and oh, just mess. Um, but we're back with a vengeance and hard. We are. But we're, we're hard. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, no. <laughs> I'm a bit flaccid. <laughs> anyway, do you want some news? Yeah, go on. Um, some guy has got Half-Life running on a smartwatch. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube user Dave Bennett got the game working on an Android Wear watch by using an app called SD-Lash to emulate the gold source engine that runs the original Half-Life. Originally, Bennett got Half-Life working on other Android devices. Then he realised the same process could get the game running on an Android watch. The game works surprisingly well. Its frame rate's inconsistent, ranging from 2 to 60 frames a second, (laughs) depending on the settings. Um, however, the game is fully functional and the watch effectively renders its graphics. Half-Life originally launched on PC in 1998, and now you can play it on your wrist. How very good. Pointless. Quite, but the fact that he can do it is very impressive. How playable can it be, though? Well, unless you can plug a gamepad into it or a mouse and exactly. keyboard, it's probably not very. But the fact is that you can say, the watch is this good, you can emulate actual full games on it, and it will run. Almost. Well, almost is a bit of a stretch. Two to 60 frames a second. Well, true, but I'm pretty sure I've got some games that will only run at two frames a second. Minecraft probably being the biggest one. Surprisingly. You piss about with that enough, then, yeah, you'll get your two frames a second. I'll let him off, I'll let him off. I think um, I think it's a very good achievement. Well done to him. It is a good achievement, but you can actually buy Half-Life for Android anyway. Yeah, but, but it's... Provi- providing you got an NVIDIA. It, I think it's probably more of a testament to the, the power of the watch, rather than... Yeah. Look, I can play games on my watch. It's more, look, you can actually... This watch is pretty powerful. So powerful, you can actually play full games on it. It's kind of a, a massive, like, contradiction on... Like, we've, like, we've talked about, like, um, the Apple iWatch, mm. and the people are actually going out of the way to make games they've come out publishers like EA and stuff have said we're going to make games for the Apple iWatch and it's like shut up nobody wants to play games on the fucking watch no I think the Tiger wristwatch has kind of killed that fucking trend yeah about <laughs> it's, not years like, it's, ago. it's impossible well, it's, unless, unless it's like Connect 4 or something I, I think the only ones that you're really going to be able to do anything with are kind of like ones that are movement based so you know anything that sort of is, um, runs off a gyroscope hmm. um, I suppose you could do Flappy Bird <laughs> maybe but you know it's it's you, the only time you're going to use this is when it's when you haven't got your phone with you because if you're playing games on the go you've either got a DS you've got a Vita or a PSP or you've got your mobile phone which has got a bunch of pretty good phones uh, good phones um, <laughs> they've usually got pretty good games on them if you've got mm. a decent enough phone you know obviously we've both got the Galaxy Note 4 we can play PlayStation games on it you know so legally <laughs> well yeah <laughs> Um, but you know there's like there's Grand Theft Auto and you know if you've got a long trip or whatever so I, I can't think as to what market they could possibly fill with a, a, a phone on your on your watch because A the screen's going to be ridiculously small 
Um, and B, you're not going to have the, uh, the the control functionality in order to replicate. You know, you won't be able to play GTA on it because where's your two thumbsticks coming into it? Exactly. This is what I mean. And it's. I mean, like a lot of people say to me, it's like that, your phone is massive. It's like, no, it's it's not big enough. Well, yeah, for what we actually it's, use it for. I mean, you yeah. obviously do a lot of artwork on yours, which mm. you know, obviously, yeah, you probably need another inch or so. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but. You know, th- that's the point of it, though. It's because there's the pen with it, you can draw with it. The games you can get with it, are, they just look so much better on this quality of a screen and, you know, with the processing mm. power behind it. That's kind of the point. It's sort of... It is the the, the sort of the, the mix between a good smartphone and a good tablet. You know, it's that kind yeah. of... That's what you want from it. And that's fine. But I don't... I, I can't really think of a, a, a design or a specific, you know, sort of game that would only work on a watch unless it was going off your heartbeat or yeah, like, say like it's, a fitness game yeah yeah exactly so something off the gyroscope so a, a pedometer so you're, you know you, you've got to run away from things or you know Tamagotchis that's pretty much all I can think of that would yeah. you know you've got to keep a pet alive that's on your wrist but the only reason you'd buy something for your wrist is to tell the time with it and your phone yeah. does that anyway it's I, I can see why people want life smart watches and stuff they are cool well, it's new technology stuff, games you know, and stuff it's a new yeah, idea you know so for dick tracy <laughs> yeah exactly I'd, I'd want it to be like a full gps that i could sync up to my computer at home say so mm. if i if i'm out and get lost um and my phone battery dies or whatever someone who you know is expecting say if i was going to yours right and the train was cancelled or you know it, i got kicked off the train halfway through for a bomb scare or whatever and my phone battery was dead, and you were just like, "That's weird. He's supposed to have he's supposed to have been here by now." Or you know, he hasn't mm. texted me to say why well, he's going to be late. Then you could sign on to like an app website or whatever, put in the code for one of my watches, and it would say he's in Gloucester. And you'd be yeah. like, "Well, that's not right." And then you know, you could send a text to the watch or something, you know, or saying, yeah. "You know, is everything all right? Do you need me to call you a cab?" Just something like that, you know, just a for a Skype call or something. Exactly. Yeah, that that sort of thing would be would be fine. But I think the only way that you're going to get any progression from, I mean, it's a good first step. Don't get me wrong. You know, like you said, they do look cool, and they, you know, they have got their purpose. You know, especially like if you don't want to carry around a music player, if your phone isn't, mm. you, you know, you don't use it for music, plug it into the watch. The watch has got a 32 gig memory or whatever, and you just plug it into that, and then you know, off you go. Mm. Um, but I, I'd like to see more of a sort of like, you know, like a full arm, like your forearm. That's your, that's your, <laughs> like a pit boy. No, not even that. Like, <laughs> if you've ever seen After Earth, like the it's a, it's a terrible film, but um, the, the 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 sort of the communication thing they've got is like a sort of touchscreen thing, kind of like Minor- Minority Report, kind of like holographic interface. Yeah. But like over the forearm, that kind of thing. That's nice. where I want it to go. So if this is the first step, then I'm all for it because that's what I want to get. Because then that would replace See, the need for a phone. That'd be cool though if you had a watch, like a smartwatch, same same size as normal ones, like what, like two, three inches, something like that. Mm. Maybe smaller, but you press a button and it's like the Batman thing from the Arkham games. Yeah, so it'd be like a holographic display. Like holograph, yeah. yeah. Well, as we haven't got that for like full computer setup and stuff, I think, (laughs) you know, miniaturising it to wristwatch size and then making it available to the public, I think we're quite a few years away from that. I don't want one then. (laughs) But but this is what we know we've got all these negative points, and then somebody gets Half Life running on it, and you're like, yeah, that's amazing. But that, no, that's the thing, though. It, it just shows that the technology's there, but it just means that you can run a game that's 10 years old or 20 years old or whatever. Yeah. But the, the fact that it can do it is great. The, yeah. the point of doing it, though, 
Not so great. No, not really. I mean, I, I want to see if if this is a genuine platform for gaming now. You know, like you know, people said that mobile phone games would just be you know Tetris, Snake, and that'd be pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And now, I, I mean, fair enough. There's there's a lot of things that have crossed over from you know consoles and PC that are now available on your phone. But you know, the originality that comes from some of the mobile games, although they get copied to shit. You know, sort of like Flappy Birds and Angry Birds and things like that, you know. Angry Birds migrated its way onto consoles. Exactly. So I'd like to see if if people do, you know, believe this and put some faith in the fact that it's going to be a good platform. I'd like to see the sort of things that people can come up with. Because I bet you anything that if they said we're going to make it, you know, sort of indie game developer compatible or whatever, I I bet there'd be some brilliant ideas that we would never think of. And you'd go, oh shit, I would definitely play that, you know. Well, I know it's not... It's um, not necessarily an indie game. Well, it technically is, but they had a game before it. But um, Rocket League, right? It's really, really original, and it probably could be done on a phone as well. Um, yeah, on a phone, definitely. In a, in a, in a, in a sense, but probably wouldn't controlled as well. No, it'd just be the same thing as a Vita, basically. Um, yeah, but you know, for something like I think something simplistic like Minecraft. Or you know, portal or something like that. You know, mm. something that you don't need. But you know that that portal then, because then you'd you'd have to point your wrist out in order to fire a portal. Yeah. And then you'd point it somewhere else to open up another one. Or you know, some kind of AR interface with it, with a rift or you, something like that. You know, I mean, if anything, just say well, you can have two of them, put them on your wrist, and then you can use them with your Oculus, and you can punch people in the face. <laughs> that phrase. That would be good, except that obviously the cost is going to be extortionate. Yeah. And then there's the chance that they could, that could be any game that utilises all three together. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like it's going back to old peripherals where you know they it was like the Rob Robot thing that they made for the NES or yeah. the SNES, whatever it was. Um, you know, there's only like three games that you could use it with. So you'd spend a you know eighty quid or whatever it was on this stupid little robot, and you can only play three things with it. And how often can you play those before you get bored with them? Yeah. So it, it, it's got to be something that you can use on a on a more sort of permanent basis. Honestly, I think that the sort of the fitness and motion sensor is probably the way to go for it. Mm. Um, so, you know, although I am impressed that they managed to get Half-Life on it, the the, the, the the life, you know, the sort of the lifetime for gaming on a, on a watch, I don't think it's going to be there, to be honest. I'd probably say about 10 minutes. Um, anyway. Um, I don't know. Moving on. Speaking of old games, Dan, mm. Metal Gear Solid 5 yes. and PlayStation 4 will take up less space than Metal Gear Solid 4 on PS3. <laughs> I can't figure it right, out. What? what? <laughs> um, what is yeah, it like coming... compression ratios and stuff? I have no idea. Uh-huh. Um, let's have a look. Um, <laughs> the, the upcoming open world stealth up comes with a surprisingly small storage requirement. With the full digital download of Metal Gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain, requiring 25.1 gigabyte of free space on PlayStation 4, according to the pre-order listing on the Japanese PlayStation Store. The Phantom Pain is a massive open-world game, so it's expected to require a lot of space, but surprisingly, it takes up less than most other open-world games. Less, in fact, than Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots on PlayStation 3. Metal Gear Solid 4's PS Store listing has it at 26.6 gigabytes. That doesn't seem like a huge amount. Not really, but... That was... I mean, how long ago did MGS4 come out? Oh God! Um, I got it when I was living in Stafford, so uh, about eight or nine years ago. And the Phantom Pain is a new one with a new engine, like much better graphics. 
Maybe they just wind-zipped like all the files, so you <laughs> like everything just loads in chunks. Um, I have a feeling the game sizes are going to be the cutscenes of real time. So there's going to be more. Uh, there's going to be more compression to. So there's no loading basically. Well, it's just going to stream it from the internet. Not from the internet, but that um, would be good if you, you just sort of like whenever you went into a cutscene, it just opened up a YouTube browser thing yeah, and just showed you a video. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but if if they haven't got to constantly switch between um, like a cutscene uh, graphics back to um, like the in-game graphics, mm. it's less. There's more compression because they haven't got to. Yeah, it's not different. Basically, switch between yeah. the two. That's why Uncharted is always loaded really quick once the game has started. Mm. Um, in comparison, though, The Witcher Three Wild Hunt takes up fifty gigabytes. Arkham Knight requires forty-five gigabytes, and Bloodborne is twenty-five point three. Well, maybe it's just a smaller open world. Uh, well, it's, well, that's the thing though, because Metal Gear Solid Four wasn't open world. No, it wasn't. It was just, but it was a very long game. But it was still it, just A to B. Yeah, it was just levels to levels, but it's ridiculously long load times. Very, and the install. Oh, mate, that that ins- to be fair, I mean, when it when I first saw it, when I was installing it, and you see Snake just having a smoke. He's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then he, he smokes it all. And he's like, oh, there we go. And then he gets another one. <laughs> he's like, fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, um, it, it's kind of like when you're watching a movie and it's, like, the first mm. act, second act, third act of the film. It's like when you get through the first part of the game then you get to, like, the outside bit and then it, uh, it just goes back into an install load thing and you're just like, yeah. wait, what? No, we've already done this. And then it does <laughs> it again. And it's just like, oh, God. You might as well have just given me three pissing discs. Yeah. Yay for Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of video games, uh, Xbox One's Rise of the Tomb Raider demo has reached 1080p. Hooray! Congratulations, Xbox. Well done. Well done to you. Nearly two years in. <laughs> um, the current in-development version of Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox One is running at 1080p, creative director Brian Horton has confirmed. A preview from NX Gamer suggested that a recent game demo was outputting at 900p, but Horton clarified on Twitter it was indeed running at full HD. The resolution for the final retail version of Rise of Tomb Raider has yet to be confirmed. However, Horton has said in a previous interview with Gaming Bolt that developer developer Crystal Dynamics was targeting 1080p. So, it's not really news, Dan. Well, it's progression. It's good. It's... Yeah, but it should already be running at 1080p. <laughs> it should, but we can't worry about that now. So, well done no. for Microsoft for pulling your finger out and getting it back up to scratch. Well done. Uh, I'm still not buying one, though. Connect is still useless. Yep, yeah, brilliant. And that's it, though, Dan. That's it for the news. Okay. Um, this week, however, I have... Well, this weekend, sorry. I have blitzed uh, Wet Hot American Dream... Um, series on Netflix and it is possibly the funniest thing I've seen in a long time <laughs> okay um, I recommend it to everyone even if you haven't seen the film um, it's watch the film after it doesn't matter so Dan with that in mind um, I was thinking because it used to be a film mm. well it still is a film um, what do you think any film from the past not from the future um, but what films do you think would make a a good comeback as a TV show instead of like a sequel or a prequel to a film. Daredevil. Not Daredevil. <laughs> I think Daredevil would make a great TV show. I think it should definitely get on that. Probably someone like Netflix because they've got a lot more sort of 
you know they can play around with the, the format a lot more so I think Daredevil that's my one and only answer never gonna happen really do you reckon never gonna happen oh yeah you're probably right yeah yeah <laughs> um, I don't know actually um, I'd like to think that you know sort of I'd, I'd like to think there'd be a lot of sort of um, sci-fi uh, kind of films but like on a more maybe behind the scenes so it's not all constant action so before they oh, release so you see other cameras and stuff no 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 I mean sort of like you know <laughs> characters and who they are and you know hmm. kind of in um, and, and until they released all the fucking sequels something like Starship Troopers you know, I would have liked to have seen, you know, Earth getting fucked up. Well, they, did, fucked it. they up. did it as a TV show, didn't I they? I know, yeah, but I mean, they, they did that after all the sequels, and it was bullshit. True, yeah. So if they'd just focused, if they'd just done the one, done it as a one-off, and then done some TV show work, you know, sort of, on the, do some looking at the, the Roughnecks and, you know, the Bug Planet and how they were doing everything, something like that I think would have been quite cool. Um, but then, you know, I'd like to see something like Aliens. You know, I'd like to see, you know, what's happening with the... Kind of like you know, in like the in the the Sarah Chron- uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, hmm. it would always be sort of like about Sarah and um, I think it's the name. <laughs> well, no, no, but I think John was in it as well, wasn't he? Yeah, John Connor was in it. Yeah, yeah, but you'd only ever see a Terminator like once a season, you know. Yeah. Apart from the the girl Terminator, obviously, but like you'd only see like a bad guy Terminator. So you know, if you did something like that for Alien, so you know, it's people just working on a, a big ship and then they you know they get the eggs sent on board or you know crazy scientists and stuff and then you know an alien breaks out at the end of the season and starts killing everybody something like that I'd like to see that could work actually yeah um, I'd quite like, it's never ever going to happen but I'd quite, quite like to see Blade Runner um, but I, I, mainly I, because Blade Runner is just an ace film I, I never really got that into Blade Runner to be honest oh it's an awesome film yeah but then it's it's things like you know sort of iRobot or AI and stuff you know I suppose because it's just sort of like they're, they're, they're but they're, they're so um, sort of special effects demanding that everyone would just have to be people and you just have to believe that they're a robot yeah kind of like um, Ex Machina or something like mm. that would be I'd love to see what she went on to do after she you know left that thing yeah um, but good film that is it's a really good film I definitely good recommend film. um I don't know, there's a lot of sort of... It depends on whether it's going to be sort of following them directly. It's, it's kind of like Constantine. Like, Constantine was a good film with Keanu Reeves. I really like the film. And that's something I'd say I'd like to see that more sort of, you know, broken down into episodes, fighting one bad guy, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, it's been cancelled now, which I can't understand, because I really liked it. And if I like it, I don't understand why they're playing with it. Look, nobody watched it. But that's that's not the point. They should. <laughs> it's really good. Um, but that's that that just worked as a good format because they were they were just doing cameos for sort of other DC characters, and you, no. you know the, the sort of the, the character build up for Constantine and you know his other sort of mates that were with him was really good and it was interesting. And but... it's it's one of the things that I think should have worked, and I, I think it did to a degree. But I just I'm gutted that they they've decided not to carry on and do something. But on the same level, though, if you'd have said, "What about Hannibal as a TV show?" I'd say, yeah. "Well, no, that's that's rubbish because you know it's, it's this, this sort of larger-than-life serial killer, you know, and it, it's only really about um, you know his either crimes or you know them sending out them you know sort of asking him for help yeah. for other stuff." I didn't, I wouldn't have thought that would be something they could translate into a TV show, and yet they have brilliantly. Well, they did. Yeah, yeah. So basically, if you are going to make a TV show based on a film property, make it so that Dan doesn't like it because Dan is 
the worst, like, good luck charm. <laughs> because everything Dan likes gets, gets cancelled. Yeah, <laughs> Outcasts that was cancelled after the first season. I love that. They had they had a good couple of albums though. Ah, oh, very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, then Hannibal's been can- well, sort of dropped from the ABC network. Um, got you. They've well, they've let all the um, all the actors have been let from the contract. Oh, have they? So yeah, right. Okay, so there's no chance that that's coming back now. Yeah, fair enough then. Um, Teen Titans that was cancelled when I started to get into that. I was gutted by that. Um, see, because I, 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 I'm really into Battlestar Galactica, I've just started watching it again. It's just a really good show. Um, I think that's the thing, though. With that one, I think it's just because it's not all just sort of spaceship battles, and you know, there's real sort of drama and you know, corruption and you know, uh, sort of personal challenge and survival and stuff like that built into it as well. It gives it a really good base. I mean, that, I think that was a feature film back in like the 70s or the 80s. Yeah, yeah, there was a big, big film for it. Yeah, yeah, but there was also a TV show, so I'm not sure if it was that and then the show or the other way around. But either way, um, they did the same kind of thing. They made a feature-length episode. Well, it was two parts, um, which you know sort of equated to like an hour and a half or whatever. And then they've done like, what, oh, I can't remember how many, sort of like seven or eight seasons. And, you know, anything that you sort of get into, anything that you're highly invested in, whenever the ending comes around, it's always never as good as you want it to be. Yeah. Same kind oh, of thing. Oh, Breaking you know? Bad. I disagree. Well, Breaking I haven't Bad watched that. really good. I haven't watched that, so I, I can't comment on that. Um, but for, for most of the things I sort of get invested in, you know, Lost and all that sort of stuff, when the ending sort of rolls around, it's just sort of like, eh. That's so why I'm waiting for Hollyoaks to finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone just, it'll be a meteorite, and it'll just wipe everybody out. <laughs> They wake up and it was all a dream. <laughs> they all yeah. live in EastEnders. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they live in a better soap opera, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know, well, but as for sort of, you know, it, it's like Blade was a TV show and that was awful. Um, I, I'd never watched it. No. Um, I, Robocop, I, I, maybe. I, bet I used to watch the Robocop show, but I remember, I mean, I was pretty young, but I remember it being on a Saturday afternoon. Well, that's it's it's like the new Robocop though. It's not violent, and the yeah, the, the first one was horrific. Yeah, but when when Robocop came out, it was like ridiculously dark and violent. Yeah, people probably get not by today's standards, but uh, no, at no. the time it was. But yeah. and for them to make a TV show and make it on a like after, um, uh, what was that plane show? Plane um, show. Ah, oh, shit me! I can't remember what it's called now. I want to say Wolf. Airwolf. Airwolf. It was on after Airwolf. That was a helicopter, wasn't it? It might have been a helicopter. I don't know. My dad used to watch it. But it was on after that on a Saturday afternoon. And then just before this fucking um, Hulk Hogan army show thing. <laughs> they right. were so cool. I can't remember what it's called now. But it was like it was like a Navy SEAL. It was so good. God. It, was, it was awful. But I don't get how they could go from Robocop the film... To Robocop the series, and because there's a TV sh- like a cartoon as well. Well, like Hannibal is incredibly violent compared mm. to the first Robocop. So if they really did a Robocop show now, I think they'd have a better time with it if they could make it an 18. Yeah, if they didn't um, do it how they did it. Yeah, yeah. One thing I think would actually work really well is uh, Galaxy Quest, like with uh, Tim Allen and like Sigourney Weaver. Mm, um, good, actually. And oh, what's his name? Um, the guy he was in, he was hands in Die Hard and Snape. Yeah, I'm trying to think of his. Oh name. shit, the bed. Uh, Alan something. Uh, Alan? No, I don't know. Shit, can't remember his name. Anyway, he's a really good actor. Him, Him yeah. 
Um, but that the, the, the whole thing is like a, it's obviously like a parody and spoof of like mm. Star Trek and Babylon Five and all that sort of stuff. But I think that the, the sort of because it could all just be cardboard sets. At the end of the film, they were remaking the TV show. Like it was just a you know it's like a TV show that just yeah. died off and got cult following and blah blah blah. Um, but at the end, because of you know the, the events of the film and you know getting them all back together and getting them interested in it again, they remade the TV show. Mm. So I'd like them to do that remade TV show. As a TV show. As a TV show. Yeah, and it could be just corny, and it could just poke fun at all the sort of the normal sci-fi tropes and things. And I think that would be brilliant. I definitely want to watch well, that. It's stuff like that that does work, because like Wet Hot American Summer, in in the film, which was a few years ago, they were all playing like, um, I think they were like 16, 18, mm. but none of the cast looked young enough to play the characters. It was just because of the, because of the, the comedy style that it was. You just went along with it. Yeah. Now they're even older, and this is like the, the TV shows a prequel to the film, so they're even younger. <laughs> but they're actually older in real life. <laughs> I do like um, that when it's sort of like when it's a flashback of someone who's like forty or something, and instead of actually getting in a child actor or something, they just sit them behind like a school desk, surrounded by other like ten-year-olds, yeah, and just put like a kid's wig on <laughs> and stuff. I think that just works better. It, it, if it's a comedy, anyway, that's, that definitely yeah, it wouldn't works work better. in like a serial drama, <laughs> but. Um, it's it's just so funny. Um, like there's a a bit where a guy he literally just puts a bandana on and he puts his head down while he's tidy. When he stands up, he's got a beard, and like he didn't have one before. <laughs> and it's just like really proper like eighties slash early nineties comedy, like airplane stuff like that. Well, it's like um, did you ever watch um, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? No, I remember it being on, but I never watched it. See, that was really funny because it kind of, it, again, it sort of made fun of the sort of 70s, 80s kind of murder, mystery, paranormal sort of thing. Mm. And it, they like they purposely made it so it was terrible. Like, yeah. as an actual show, it was terrible, but because it was a comedy thing, you just laugh at it because of how bad it was. So, you know, all the, the writing was really pretentious and, like, you know, props would just appear and it would just cut out and music wouldn't sync up and stuff. <laughs> And it like the, the guy who plays Dixon Bainbridge, he's in it as well. Yeah, he's and, funny as hell. He but is. that's the thing, and like because he's with he's um, he, he's like one of the main characters with like a few other people from sort of British comedy, you know, sort of hmm. spaced and stuff. Um, it just works really well because it's just a piss take of its own genre. So I think comedy films would be better. Um, something like Evan Almighty, you know, or Bruce Almighty, you know, it's just a guy who's given powers by God and he's just talked to, and he just it's just what he gets up to. You know, yeah. when he's got all the powers of God, that sort of stuff. That that, that sort of thing is it works. It's it's things like with that they can't have a massive special effects budget, or you know they yeah. can't afford the the same characters that were in the films. Um, those are the ones that you, you sort of want to focus on. Uh, but what about I I pose the question to you then? Um, if you could have a a game, an old game that was turned into a TV show, have you got any suggestions for what you'd like to see? Ooh, because I've got one that I just thought of, so I'll open with this just to give you some time to think. Um, but I thought um, something like Command and Conquer, like because the the cutscenes and things from the old Command what? and Conquer games, like Red Alert and stuff, where it's like Einstein and time travel, and well, you've got um, there's a hot, one of the girls from Hollyoaks is in Command and Conquer. A bunch of famous people have George Decay, uh, what's his name, what, Ray Liotta. Famous. <laughs> no, but they are. They're like action, not action stars, like bloody yeah. film stars and stuff. You know, they they pop up and do. Um, like, I'm pretty sure one of the guys from The Expendables was in like 
um, Red Alert 2. So there's just a bunch of famous people they can get in because they just sat behind a desk and just do things by like video mm. communication or whatever. So I'd like to see sort of like building up bases and see, I don't know I don't know how it would work. I just don't think it'd be very good. It's just something I'd like to see. <laughs> I would like. Um, I'm in a proper 80s mood this weekend, but I'd quite like to see something like Double Dragon. Oh. but in like in the style of like Kung Fury. That is a perfect suggestion. So it'd just be like complete. There's no stuff like this girl's been what one of their girlfriends has been kidnapped, and it's yeah. just them beating people up to get to her. Yeah, then just really over the top, like throwing phone boxes and stuff at people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that would be a brilliant suggestion. Yeah, I I really want to see that now. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, they did a film, didn't they? Didn't they do a Double Dragon film? Oh, it's got to be awful. I'm pretty sure it would be, but I'm pretty sure it'd be a, a film that was taking it seriously rather than. See, like if you if you play like Double Dragon Neon, like that is it's it's a, again it's a parody, but um it's it it's yeah. the eighties and it's just like hyper radical eighties. Yeah. So like everything calls for like a Bill and Ted sort of like <laughs> like all that sort of stuff. Brilliant, <laughs> do it. That's what it that's it needs that. If you make it serious, it's it's not going to work. And that's the problem with video game two films or TV shows is the fact nine times out of ten they're taken far too seriously. Yeah, and they they can't be. If if that's your subject matter, if it's a video game, unless it's you know something like The Last of Us or Uncharted, where you know it's it's not just about enjoying yourself; it's about a story but, as well. It's a narrative. At the same time, though, this is my argument for why I didn't want an Uncharted game or uh, um, an Uncharted film or a Last of Us film. It's because it's already it's like pretty a, much a there, cinematic yeah. experience. Yeah, it's as much of a film that you can be involved uh, you can be involved in as you mm. can really get because you're enjoying yourself. But then you also have to control yourself around getting to the next part of the film, so yeah. to speak. You know, it's like Metal Gear. You know, a lot of people complain about the cutscenes in Metal Gear. You know, it's like nine hours of fucking cutscenes in Metal Gear 4. But as confusing and as convoluted as it is, it is integral to the story. You can't just skip yeah. all of that and understand as to what's going on. I mean, you can still complete the game. I'll it's be just totally the, honest. What's the point? Even if you watch them all, you don't, you don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> no, it takes two or three goes. Unless you're, you know, sort of... I don't know if it's just more of sort of like, you know, the Japanese mentality, just understand it a lot more, but it took it's, me a long time to figure out as to what the fuck was going on and who was who and why AI was in control of everything. I mean, I watch, I watch a lot of anime, a lot, and even the most, like, massively convoluted, like, storyline, like, yeah. in anime, does not compare with Metal Gear. yeah. I think I don't even think he knew what he was on about half the time. <laughs> but now we'll never know because he's yeah. gone. Um, I don't know. I, I can't really think of anything else that I'd sort of like to see. I'm sticking with Double Dragon. Yeah, I'd say Double Dragon's a pretty good one, really. But you know, sort of like the likes of Super Mario Brothers just doesn't work. Like yeah. Mega Man wouldn't work. Um, I think Mega Man could work, but uh, as as a cartoon, not as a. Well, they already did, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'd work if you just dress some dude up in blue. I'll tell you what I would like to see. Um, it would just be basically like The Walking Dead, but I'd like to see like Left 4 Dead or something. Maybe, because yeah. it would just be... I mean, if, if The Walking Dead wasn't around, then I think that would be a perfect idea because it's just sort of survival, get from here to here, we yeah. need to get to the thing, we need to do this objective in order to unlock this objective, that sort of thing. Um, but Walking Dead is just that that owns the sort of the zombie genre at the moment that's sort of the, in my opinion anyway it's sort of like the pinnacle of the sort of zombie TV show 
Oh yeah, definitely. But even that's getting stale now. Uh, pretty much, which I think is why they they don't focus on the zombies. It's it's more a case of it, you're invested in the characters and you want to see them survive, whereas any of them could just be written out at any point. Half of them want to see written out. I, I don't know. There's a few people I, I want to kind of stay in. It's it's kind of like the sort of the Big Brother, like celebrity Big Brother thing. You know, the people that you hate the most, you want to stay in because you want them to suffer more. So, like, um, I, I mean, I don't like those sort of like Big Brother shows. I think they just like the first one was good as kind of like a social experiment. You know, see how people react when you know they're constantly monitored, but you know they sort of forget after a while. But the, the way it's got now, it's just sort of it's it's people who just want to be famous, and it's, it's yeah. just really annoying. But you know, when you see people that are genuinely in tears, just saying, "I miss, I miss my family, and I want to go home," and you're just like, "I hate you because <laughs> you're such a dick," and I'm not going to vote for you because I want you to stay and have to eat, you know, custard cream pies for 24 hours straight or something. And it, it's that sort of, you know, I want to see you suffer and burn. <laughs> So I don't know though because like I mean Sasha is like the most annoying character in Walking Dead but I don't want her to stay and suffer I want her to just be eaten so I don't have to sit and watch her anymore I don't know I quite like her she's got no she annoys me silly no she's getting more sort of like you know she's because she's been so used to being in battle and stuff and you know looking over her shoulder every couple of minutes now that she's got a nice safe haven, she's becoming really unstable because she's just not used to it. She can't adjust to it. It's like PTSD. You know, it's like soldiers returning from home and they can't quite cope with it. She's, she's not a soldier, though. And she hasn't been doing it as long as everyone else. No, but she still had to suffer enough of it. I mean, um, you know, Bob was killed and eaten. And, you know, pretty much everyone that she knows, she knows that will she will watch them die at some point or another. She better not stay. <laughs> I, I, say. I think I don't think she's as strong as someone like Carol. Like Carol, I think should stay in it forever. Carol's awesome. Carol's the best, but um, that's why Carol won't stay in it. But that's because it. Yeah, that's the thing. She because everyone likes her, they'll kill her off to keep yeah. interest. It's just like, oh shit! Now Carol's gone. What are they going to do? Yeah, nobody's safe. Yeah, for Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'd say make a Walking Dead TV show. That's probably the. I, lo- <laughs> I love the game. <laughs> I think there's a comic. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, but it's going to be hard for anything to reach. To go from another medium to a TV show, yeah. it's going to be hard to reach the, the levels of something like The Walking Dead. Actually, I'll tell you what I want to see as a TV show. Scott Pilgrim. I, do you know what? I actually thought of that. I thought of that a while ago, because I was I, li- I watched the film a couple of days ago, and as soon as you were talking about it, I got that in my head, and then I forgot about it. What a that'd dickhead. That would be an awesome... Because, say, um, Adult Swim made like a really short... Um, animation that actually followed the books, not the film. Um, but they only made like three episodes. Yeah. And then they just never made any more. And it was awesome. It yeah. was really, really cool. Um, there was only like about five, ten minutes per episode, but they were proper good. They looked just like the books. Yeah. And they were dead good. And but they they just never made any more. But I think that'd make. A really good TV show. Yeah, because it could be funny. There could be sort of you know comedy fighting and just a lot of music in it. Well, you've got there's it's like you got six books, um, and they're quite big. Mm. Well, graphic novels, so you could get a fair few seasons out of it. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd like to see it definitely. Mm. Kickstarter, <laughs> Kickstarter, <laughs> everything Kickstarter. <laughs> but on that note, that's all we got, Dan. Okay. Um, what is the plan for the channel? Uh, we'll do stuff. 
we're going to get some stuff done. Probably. Um, That's as much as I'm willing to commit to at this point. Um, Yeah. We've got new means of recording. So we've actually broadened our content via Xbox One, Wii U, PS3, PS4. Um, We can record everything now. Thank you, Windows 10. Um, So at least we've got more... We've got more options in what we're going to bring to your eyes and your ears. And maybe, just maybe, your genitals. Yeah. But don't worry, though. It will all be terrible. Yeah. We'll still keep the same amount of standards. (laughs) We're not sellouts. Standards? (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where can they find it, though? You can find it over on uh, www.podcastversusplayer.com or .co.uk. And if you go to that website, there's actually links... To our YouTube channel, which is it's youtube.com forward slash podcast vs player. There you go. Um, if you want to talk to us or just read what we say on a daily basis, you can go on Twitter, um, which is at podcast v player. Um, and then if you still just can't get enough of us, you can email us uh, at uh, there you go podcast versus player dot No. Playervpodcast at gmail.com That's the one, yeah. <laughs> well done, Dan. See, I'm already sick to death of you, so I doubt they'll want to get in touch. <laughs> um, we're also thinking of changing up our design. Um, a little bit, yeah. We sort of went a bit 50s, sort of a bit vintage, sort of post-apocalyptic, kind of fallout sort of stuff. Mm. But I think it's simply for the fact that we've just been watching a lot of sort of retro stuff. I've watched Kung Fury under the time. <laughs> um <laughs> A few days ago, which is just oh, just Triceratops and it's just oh, brilliant. Um, so yeah, we're going to go for a bit of a sort of think Far Cry, Blood Dragon, Double mm. Dragon, Neon, Kung Fury. retro eighties. Yeah. Um, so we've got we'll, we'll actually have two websites. Um, one will be the main website, which will have everything on, and then we'll have the, uh, the themed website, which you'll have videos, podcasts, um, and. Our store, which we're thinking of opening, which will not just be our stuff, it'll be some of my artwork and stuff as well. And that's pretty much it. It sounds good, though. It, it just looks phenomenal, if yeah, I say wow. so myself. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> on that note, though, we're going to go. Uh, yeah, I think so. So, um, get Windows 10, you crazy kids. Definitely, it's worth and it. I, I waved at the microphone. You're an idiot, then. I am. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>